0: Anymore. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Bet
1: Welcome to the deep dive, Andy. You ready to talk a little Sony Open, little Aussie Open today? Get into the, some of the uh, the alternate sports. I mean, it's there's nothing else really going on, right?
0: I'm kind of jacked for the Sony Open. Like, oh uh, really? I I do like I do like West Coast slash Hawaiian slash Japanese golf. Does it starts so late in the day? Whereas, you know, some of the stuff on the East Coast, it's like uh, as soon as I get to work, golf's on ready. I don't have time for that right away in the morning. I like getting all my day going, getting my stuff done, having most of my work ready. And then, oh, it's like 2 p.m. Let's start watching golf. And then golf's on at night. Um, If you forget to make bets or you're too lazy at night, you can do in the morning of time betting into a more mature market. I know it's the wrong thing to do, but I do like the Sony open quarter. And And the views ain't bad, Drew. It's Hawaii. For Christ's sake! So, oh, I'm yeah. I'm pumped for that. I'm actually pumped for the Aussie. Uh, do you know what? To, and again, uh, yes, we'll we'll get to the playoffs, guys. But <laughs> you know what time the draw is? Alex and I discussed it earlier. Yeah, we three never p.m.
1: three p.m. Thursday, Melbourne time. So um, like
0: so like five a.m. A- Eastern.
1: No, in a couple hours. Couple hours. Uh, I could tell you. Hang on real quick.
0: I, d- I guess I don't understand how far ahead of us. Three, is.
1: It's in three hours.
0: Okay. Yeah, Alex and I talked big game about uh, breaking down the draw a little and some outrights we might do. So it looks like it'll be in plenty of time for brown bag bets, which is not on mm-hmm. for... Like fifteen yeah. hours, guys. We got time. So, <laughs> um, and yes, BSN. no more handicapping Colts games. No more wondering uh, what the Bears are doing. Yeah,
1: we may have a what. shower fart game anyway. <laughs> some shower fart games. We oh. might have two. We might have a primetime shower farter. It's um, gonna be.
0: It's gonna be something. But yeah, there's some good job by the chat. Any of you guys who grab some. Uh, I know the Cincinnati minus five and a half was a popular one I saw in the comments uh, i I don't see a way that that's coming back uh, that you're getting a worse number that anyone who grabbed Buffalo early mm-hmm. got a good price anyone who got you know decent prices on uh, it seems like the uh, the Jacksonville numbers bouncing a little which is which is fine but congrats to the people with those prices and yeah, let's uh are we just I guess do them in order no, we did talk we did talk about our are NFC power numbers because I feel like anybody who, even if you don't do power numbers, I think you could just guess. Like Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, like That's anybody, fair. everybody's numbers should look like that. And then there's a big gap. And then, truthfully, it's you know it's probably Baltimore is your next best team uh,
1: if if it
0: were if it were Lamar led Baltimore. Okay. Like. <laughs> That said, uh, I'm probably shooting them down no, the bottom I think of the it's list. It's Philly.
1: It's Philly. It's San Fran. No, no, no. I'm talking it's... AFC. Oh, yeah. AFC. Only. Oh, AFC. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay, okay, so, okay. okay. Then yeah. I'm
0: saying. The, the AFC is simple. Like it's it's Baltimore, or excuse me, it's Buffalo, KC, Cincinnati, probably in that order. I yeah. I wouldn't blame anyone who switched the top two or had Cincinnati a lot closer to second, and then Baltimore with Lamar, which means it's not fourth anymore because they're not getting Lamar uh, after a, a gap of like. Four four or five points to the next tier and really like chargers jacksonville miami Mm -hmm. it's one big mess there Mm -hmm. and it's funny how uh, you know the nfc is not too dissimilar in the same thing like there is no middle class the middle class was maybe tampa bay but the middle class was supposed to be baltimore and maybe Miami at this point and you can't really put them in there anymore with the, no, the quarterback stuff. Backups. Even, even, yeah, it's, it's gross. So mm-hmm. there's no middle class. It's become, I hate to sound like Bernie Sanders guys, but oof, the, the rich got richer and there are big gaps. And the only reason we have small spreads is because the, uh, the proletariats playing each other. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um Andy, you asked people on Twitter what is your favorite future bet to be made if you had to make one right now. Yeah. Um let me turn the question around for you. Uh did you look through the futures market? Do you have a pick? Did you make any bets?
0: A little bit. I didn't make anything. I couldn't sure. I couldn't make a case. I think I will <clears throat> just because I don't think they I know they're just multiplying numbers for these, but sometimes I think there can be some value found in uh two long tails to certain things happening. Like if you parlay to Super Bowl, to A two champions, like okay. the, the exact markets. I think there's some value there on a couple things. So I'm gonna dig through there and see what the exact Super Bowl matchup prices are on a few that I wanna again. It's such a pain because you gotta shop that around. They're different at different books, but nothing for me for the conferences, nothing for me for Super Bowl right now. That's why. I, that's why I farmed it out. I wanted to hear what people were, just, you know, what are you guys going to bet?
1: What was the common um, response?
0: Honestly, it was all over the board. I feel yeah. like every team got hit. One guy said nothing. He says, I, I said, I don't think I no should No one's going to win, Andy. Well, no, I, mean, I mean, <laughs> just, he just said, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not making a bet. But, like, <clears throat> um, I mean, right away somebody said Miami – Someone said, a bunch of people said the Bills, Bucks, 25, Jags 55, Dallas, uh, New York, Cincy, Chargers, Bengals, San Francisco, Eagles. Um, you put a gif of Tampa Bay, Chiefs, Niners, Giants, Giants, Buffalo, Cincy, Niners, Cowboys, Jags. Um, this guy thinks the refs are in on it. He won't place it. He has to talk to the refs first. No. Okay. Charger, Chargers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks, and then Joey said the Lions. Probably the singles, Bills, yeah. Bolts. So, like, I guess there was some consensus. I mean, no, <laughs> nobody took the Vikings first mm-hmm. off. That's uh, that's probably a good call. Nobody really made a case for Seattle or Miami. That's probably the right calls as well. And Baltimore. So it's more of a cross things off and look what's left in the prices. But okay. uh, some exactest for me, I think.
1: I did play some Tampa in full full disclosure. Um, oh, had I had some too, but I didn't have any Super Bowl at better than thirty to one. I didn't have any no. NFC at better than twelve to one. And I took those prices. Um not like outstandingly large layout of uh capital here, but I think it's realistic that tampa goes and i think it's but i really think it's much more realistic that if tampa looks good on monday night that that price gets just rat fucked like like people are going to run through the window and beat that beat the hell out of that number if they see brady look good with this offense against the cowboys in prime time right
0: so and i i still have some tampa so i'd like that but at the same time i was just cringing at the thought of like the the, the lamestream media for a week, just because I, you know, you can sit here and not watch first take. You can sit and not watch any of that shit. That still stuff still boils onto your timeline. Like, of course, a week of Tom's back. Like, it just he was bored, guys. It just took the playoffs. He was so good, like. Uh, a week of that is going to be annoying, but I, yeah, I hope. I it's hope going to be uh, even more
1: good. annoying than that if they play Philly, because people are going to bring up last year's Philly-Tampa Bay ad nauseum as yeah. well, which was obviously a very lopsided result, uh, and we uh, quite something for Hertz to come off of. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess he played last week, but still, just you know, they didn't ask him to do Hertz stuff last week. Uh, it'd be tough, tough to come off of a layoff like he has had, and yep. uh, you know, go up against a team that's peaking. But we'll get to the we'll get to the bucks I just I've I've bought entirely and at this point to the um you know we've never been healthier
0: and and that, that that was my thesis at the beginning of the year and we just never quite got there it was like yeah. well yeah so yeah. uh, current current prices I think yeah, there's a Tampa 31 at Chris that and Cincinnati at uh, the current numbers like if i had to pick one in each conference it'd be cincinnati and bucks bucks mostly based off they're healthy they have a lot of good pieces and the nfc isn't that tough and cincinnati based off they beat everybody like Mm -hmm. i know we didn't play that game and i'm anybody can argue with me and i won't argue back because it's a dumb narrative but Yeah. yeah or hypothetical but <clears throat> I really think Cincinnati was going to win that game. God, they looked sharp to start. <laughs> they out. Look so, like I, I do think Cincinnati was in a spot where they were going to have they would have beaten both the uh, top seeds essentially. So
1: Cincinnati, Cincinnati, just
0: yeah, yeah just skill level wise, uh, outperforming. You know, with, yeah. with the coach, their coaches maybe held them back a little, but they, I mean, they made it last year. What are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Um. Before we get into the games, yeah, people, uh, people, we won some money. This year in the NFL, buddy, <laughs> it was a very good regular season. Matt uh, game by game betting was solid. Sides, especially, um, just I'm kind of um, I can't believe how uh, how solid things went sideways over the balance of the season. Um, now I did start out very hot, and then just kind of a little bit better than break even. For you know, if you go from like week eight to the end of the year, except I finished strong as well. Um, in we fact, both finished, had a
0: uh, pretty strong finish, like the last yeah, couple weeks. have been In fact, uh,
1: finished so so strong. I uh, I scooped a little uh little fourth quarter prize over at uh, from our friends at Circa uh, who put on the uh, the millions contest. Oh, you over were there.
0: Uh, you were Paulo's army.
1: Yeah, that was me. Yes, I, I, uh, I scooped uh, scooped the fourth quarter booby prize, <laughs> which yeah was actually a ton of fun. Um, I think at the first week of the third quarter, I went like 0 5 in the contest. And I was like, ooh, it's like, you know, I'm probably not going to finish enough in the money that it's worth going for, you know, trying to, you know, continue to win here. So I'll I'll go for the third quarter booby prize, see how this works. Like I've never really thought through it. Learned a lot shooting for the third quarter booby prize. Uh, And then. Continued to go for for the fourth quarter booby prize. I actually only finished one game out of winning the, the full season booby. Uh, so I, if I had like picked a week earlier to kind of change my tact, I think I would have scooped the full season booby. as the way the math would have worked out. So, um, but you know what the funny I, part? I was, mean this,
0: Dan. Dan's already picturing a super cut Where just saying, you just <laughs> say booby 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 booby
1: booby booby. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. here, here's the here's the funny thing about the booby. Um, there were a lot of people who were doing well in the booby that didn't get their picks in just because if you're losing, you're kind of like, oh, I don't yeah, you know, fine. Like, especially around that's the California. holidays. So the fourth quarter, uh, like there were people who probably could have beat me. I mean, I did well. Like I think I went 24, I effectively went 24 and one for one, Right. Right. To get it. Um, and honestly, like you want to talk about a sweat at the end. Um, I was tracking everybody who, you know, I, you know i was tracking everybody who i knew i was kind of in range that they could catch me um, one guy went O and four to start and his fifth pick was chargers plus three and i was like oh no i was like this guy's gonna sweep like no way um and so the chase daniels garbage time touchdown and two-point conversion that pushed that game and gave him only a half and gave him a half point win for that. Um, was the difference because otherwise I would have lost. that. I would have been second it place is, by half is, point.
0: Uh, yeah, so. game of inches measured in yards yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, <clears> yeah, it <with> was <throat> the 420 <throat> record. Very unfair, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, no and, and just uh, we, yeah.
0: yeah, we had, uh, I said I was gonna, we had some people reach out. I should have made yeah. a better list because <laughs> like, I just had a few, but uh, someone named Dirch. Yeah. Dirch split a pretty big pot in Survivor, following along this year. He, he thanked us a little bit. Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt Matt P, he uh, he did a uh, pretty good in Survivor, yeah. tied for first. How many nice. of these Survivor leagues were just like we uh, tied for first? I know some somebody Not on the. Uh,
1: we didn't even really talk about Survivor as an entity. No, we were mostly I, looking for picks, but it, um, it's,
0: and it's so hard. Like content surrounding Survivor is yeah. so hard. It's like, all right. Well, we're going to do a segment on if your Survivor League is this size and the prize is this size, <laughs> and then we'll do a different one. Yeah. There's so many extenuating factors in Survivor. If you're in the big circa or if you're in your <laughs> buddies league with, like, 14 yeah. people, like, it makes a very big difference, the strategy. Yeah. Um, Ed, Ed Fang has always had some good thoughts about that. A couple other people.
1: I got to tell you what. Same <laughs> thing
0: surrounding the yeah. – you know, the the bra- it's the same as Bracket League. Truly. You have to you have to have a different strategy based on how big the league is and it's it's garbage to try to put content together yeah, so if I, you were able to glean something from here that you, you use for survivor that's awesome because absolutely. I didn't try it.
1: Um, the uh, the just the experience of going through and being I had the lead for the booby. Outright lead for the booby going into the final week of the season and like just thinking through all the game theory and all that stuff was a very, very worthwhile experience. It's kind of the same as like paper betting versus actually kind of putting skin in it. Like when you have skin in it, like you think through the actual, um, you know, game theory so much more clearly. Um, but, uh, I learned a lot and I'm excited for next year. i definitely going to get all, you know, max center again, hopefully. And c- thank you to the people at circa, like the overlay was massive. I'm basically getting paid <laughs> for you know, they, they, they don't have to give huge booby prize for quarter quarters. Like <laughs> that was a gift, I feel like. So i um, very thankful to them for running the contest and it's a very cool contest. So, um, loved it. Um, and all I heard from a guy who, uh, got top 12, uh, he was, you know, was just gave us a shout, you know, he gave me a shout. It was like, you, you know, you gave me a, a DM. I mean, uh, where he was basically like, yeah, man, appreciate it. It went great. Top 12. Like very cool. Um,
0: yeah, max <clears throat> Twitter throat> handle was <clears throat> max Homosexual, sexual, which is.
1: <laughs>
0: he made a joke out of max homo's name. I like uh, that, but. Uh, he Big Mac fan. We're a fan. On, or, or or pro Max
1: Hollow podcaster. podcaster.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did the. Yeah, it, was, it looks like the Bet Online contest is like kind of like the super contest. He did pretty well too. So, nice. congrats to anybody. If you yeah, really. Oh, it was. Uh, it was
1: a, so, <laughs> real quick pivot then. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a successful regular season. And then parlayed that into a successful playoffs in any sport, really? In any I, I, year. Do, I, <laughs> I don't think so. It's mm-hmm. almost always it's almost always feast famine. Um,
0: i feel like you've always done uh, low volume playoffs (laughs) maybe maybe
1: this is cognitive bias then i don't know no
0: i I feel like you've gone and it's it's low volume because there's just not that many games to bet sure but it's always been like you usually bet half the game so like three two one and then maybe some and then super bowl props it's i feel like at worst it's just been a wash i don't think you've ever had a bad playoffs
1: (sighs) i feel like there's been like seasons the where I did no spectacular doubt. regular, and I did well in the playoffs, and the, I guess, but but uh, certainly it feels like seasons where I've done a you know especially well in the regular season. I've turned around and just it's been a give back <laughs> in the playoffs, NBA, NFL, like every, almost everything I can think of. So um I'm a little like protecting my blind side, like uh, you know looking over my shoulder, like this. Like I, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna stake way way down here just because. I can't help myself. It's for a I mean, playoffs. Yeah,
0: I was, gonna, I was just going to ask like, about <laughs> staking. And truthfully, guys, like if you yeah. had a good season, like uh, I know there's going to be some FOMO if you have a good postseason and you stake down and you bet less. But I mean, the, don't raise your risk of ruin right before the end of the season, especially if you're a person who doesn't bet other sports. Yeah. If you, you got, got a just, big pile like, of money, don't, football, don't
1: give it all back, basically.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't. Uh, yeah, don't do, don't do that. So, stake down if you're uncomfortable. Bet yeah. how you want to bet, though. Like, we're not here to tell you. Try to be responsible. But I I did, like you said, we staked down. I started staking up teasers.
1: So nice. Oh, just, yeah. Without question.
0: Should, like, I'm just like, there well, was one week
1: I was a little concerned about how much I had a teaser liability because I, I mean, round robin like do? six of them. Yeah.
0: What are you, you going to do? Not keep betting those when it just keeps working? Yeah, we and we'll get some, to teaser legs as we get through. We got, those, got some
1: this week, which is exciting.
0: As Dan has given me a hard time. Cause I joked with Dan this morning and said, it's only six games. We're going to do like a 40 minute podcast and 18 minutes Steve, No, I, <laughs> I think that's, I, just, no, I'm no, I, I know. I'm, I'm just like, he, he called me on, on it right away. Like you're not doing that, Andy. You know, <laughs> i mean, obviously we're not doing that. So no,
1: this is the deep dive. This is not the, uh, the, the, you know, the, um the shallow, efficient, uh, handicap of the NFL. Um, let's move into the games then with that and talk about one of my favorite bets of the week which is I took the points with the Seahawks and I thought I made a swell bet because the market can kind of came along with me pretty aggressively yesterday and now it's trending back sadly uh there are some tens that reappeared here so uh maybe not as smart as i thought i was getting ahead of uh the move here um the handicap is not really that complicated and you know there's lots of narrative you can spin around why you should take this many points in a playoff matchup with two inexperienced quarterbacks but i think the inexperienced quarterbacks what that tells me about this game is wide distribution of outcomes Seahawks could look good. They could play poorly Niners. I think playing poorly is on the table with Brock Purdy, uh, under center. And it just realistically, um, for a 10 point dog to be relatively live in a playoff game is rare for me. Like I'm usually mm, mm, low probability, but I see meaningful value on Seattle money line right now and just, you know, Embracing variance, broad range of outcomes. Take the points. This is a lot of points. A lot of familiarity between these teams. Seattle's realistically, you know, real reasonably healthy, albeit uh, Ken Walker the third popped up. No, did not practice today. Um, but uh, defense is healthy-ish. Uh, at least Ryan Neal's probably going to go, which matters. Um, and again, you know, like Niners play conservative football. Niners should have completely run away with that game on Thursday night in week 15 that ultimately clinched the NFC West. But Shanahan did a bunch of stuff that Shanahan always does. He plays conservatively. He doesn't go for the jugular. He gives you opportunities to get back into games. He gives you garbage time shots. Um, Niners pass rush matches up. Okay. Against the uh, Seahawks offensive line, but the offensive line for the Seahawks pretty healthy coming into this contest. And I think, um, you know, depending on what Geno Smith is asked to do in terms of utilizing his weapons against the Niners pass defense that can be uh, passed on. um, I think that's going to ultimately determine who wins, loses the game. Um, And certainly who, you know, if the Seahawks can get in the back door and, or just kind of get a clean outright cover. Um, What is your temperature on this one? And uh, do you think I am kind of, falling back in love with the team that broke my heart and I'm going to pay the price for it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I do. I don't love the matchup for Seattle based on like the, the game plan and where I think it's going to head because I mean, let's just say they, they had a worse coach and I know Shanahan's, if you go look at his record, it's not that great, but Christ. That guy has had so many good players injured, and maybe that's an outcome of something they're doing there. Maybe that's not just bad luck, but that's a, day, that's a conversation for a different day. But the, the game plan is likely, and I mean, it's so stupid to say, and everyone's saying is like, don't make Purdy do anything. Don't let him wince it up, which I mean, even when they've asked him to do stuff, he's been fine. Now, this is a whole different situation. This is a playoff game. This is a playoff game between a team that very familiar with you. You've played them twice. This is a playoff game, you know, where it, we're gonna be maybe looking at some weather. Just the stakes are so much higher. If Purdy doesn't melt here, I might just take a Niners Super Bowl ticket.
1: Yeah, to I think that's they're just, fine. They're just never yeah, gonna lose. like
0: if he looks good, like, and they just and they just uh, have figured out how to completely neutralize having him. Uh, screw anything up because he's a, a rookie, a lowly drafted rookie. Then I guess this team is going to be a, a problem. But um, the the main two things I'm seeing here is I looked at just I, I, second half of the season, <clears throat> the Niners are the best defense in the league. Like that's that's a problem. If Kenny Walker's hurt and Geno Smith's falling back to earth a little, playing the best defense in the league as far as EPA per play, and I mean the, not in everything, you know. I'm making some generalizations here but they are the best defense in the league over the second half of the season. And then, I mean, the game plan is, uh, you know, no, do- I'm going to go full nineties. No doy Like you have three people who can run the ball that honestly, there's what half the teams in the league would be happy to sign any of those three guys to their roster. And it would make them better. And you have all of them and you're going up against what is essentially the worst rush defense in the league over over you know a, a fair amount of the second half of the season it's not yeah I do yep right now if you if you go the the last eight weeks of the season they are the worst rush EPA in the league I make this game eight on paper I can't okay. get it to you know i I'm not getting I don't give as big of a home field advantage in divisional games I temper some of those things down in playoffs. I have my numbers are what they are. I make this eight. Everything is saying this is way too many points in a playoff game, but this could be a spot where I just worry that Seattle has limited possessions. Like, doesn't it feel like if San Francisco really executes well, it might not matter how many times they score. It just matters that Seattle only gets eight drives, you know? And if Gino, if, if Gino, if Gino throws one interception, suddenly you have seven drives, maybe one of them's up against the half. Like you could have some, you could have some real big problems scoring against this defense. If they can just take these long sustained running drives, if the weather's bad, that's going to be more of a, more of a thing. Although I do think the funniest outcome here is the 49ers season beginning and ending with a, and just a, baffling loss in a monsoon to a team that they're clearly superior to that's a that's a funny little bookend but it's just such a mismatch on the on the, the running game and the fact that it's likely going to be the, the you know the preempt preemptive the i mean you're, it's just your main strategy it's like hey let's run the ball a bunch because this team can't stop it and let's just do it over and over when have we seen that when have we seen it work and i know it's a basically a different sport but kind of seems like they're going to get tcu'd a little on the ground here where uh you know i don't expect eight yards of carry from the niners but i mean five or six is going to be plenty so it's uh yeah depending on the weather maybe i could i could be talked into a 10 if this rain looks real nasty i mean how how does that affect seattle's offense kind of throwing it back to you let's say you know let's not throw out like it's going to be the same weather we saw the chicago game but sure let's let's say let's say it's raining pretty hard i mean kind of kind of lean towards a good defense in that spot although yeah it didn't work out week one
1: no i mean you know pacific northwest they are used to the rain it shouldn't really surprise them um no not nobody there is unfamiliar with playing in these kind of conditions um I really can't answer for the Seahawks run defense. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it fell apart to the degree that it did. I'm sure some of it is scheme. Uh, Al Woods kind of not being available for a lot of the second half of the season, I think, is meaningful. All right. You know, kind of that's, that's one of the sort of telltales in, toward, in terms of uh, what, you know, what went wrong, what happened here. Um, He may be going. He's dealing with an Achilles, so I don't know. It's tough to say, but, um, you know, he missed – Al Woods, for instance, he missed uh, the Carolina game. He missed the San Francisco game weeks 14-15 where they were just – they couldn't get off the damn field. Um, So, hopefully he can go. Um, The Seahawks offense is made up of just precision stuff in the sort of long, short, and intermediate part of the field. And – that may get affected by the rain, but you know, it's I still think DK Metcalf and uh Tyler Lockett have a pretty decent matchup. Um, outside of Charvarius Ward, the Niners' secondary, I rate somewhat questionably. Um, I don't know why, I know he was like an unbelievable player at moments this season, but Hufanga's play over the final quarter of the season really, really slid. No, no, no idea why. Um, but if Jared Stidham can do that to you, then. You know, then Seahawks should be able to. I kind of give the Seahawks a decent pass for how poor they looked on the Thursday night football game uh, against the Niners, just because that was a short turnaround after they had gotten so yeah, out physical. Sure, I don't, don't want
0: to use that as like getting, you know, a measuring stick at all.
1: I also think that uh, the Week Two game you're playing the Niners now on the road after you get, uh, you know, your your franchise kind of defining win over Russ Wilson (laughs) like that was not a great spot either so I don't know that you can take a ton away from the two matchups we've had between these two teams this year in terms of how they actually match up um I like in general the mentality that Pete Carroll has used with his guys in the and just in general talking to the media this week uh he's been effusively heaping praise on the Niners um, to the degree that you can kind of Bel- tell.
0: Belichickian.
1: Belichickian in terms Sab- of.
0: sabian S. Yes,
1: they do everything well. <laughs> not, my God, the Niners are God's gift to football. Um, it was. It's pretty funny to read. And, you know, he, he's going to get a rah-rah motivated, motivated team out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think if the Niners, I mean, if if the, um, excuse me, if the uh, Seahawks that showed up to play the Jets week 17 show up for this game, then that Seahawks team is left. Um, And that's why I took the points. Wide range of outcomes, Andy. Um, Brock, but you're right. If the San Francisco, if they get the win, clean or easy, it doesn't matter. If they get the win, they get through to the next round. Uh, I think you have to be thinking this is now your, clear nfc favorite because you'll have given brock purdy a little experience and i guess do you think jimmy g is considered to reinsert as the starting quarterback or is this the brock purdy show from here on in
0: (laughs) what a weird spot because it It is a weird one the timeline kind of lands on the super bowl and at that point this kid is coming and gone what eight and zero, nine and oh yeah in what world, and I mentioned this in the chat as this came up, I'm like, nothing, and I mean nothing, would be a funnier ending to the season as I've I've had two funny endings to the Niners' season is Brock Purdy leading them to the Super Bowl and then them deciding to yank him and Jimmy G just absolutely bungling a game. Just like five turnover kind of shit. Just looking terrible, even though he looks great. He's so handsome. But it, it it would be such a weird spot. And I Guess I trust the coaching staff there to do the right thing, but man, it, it's awful hard to just switch switch mid mid you know mid track there. I I don't think I would. It's yeah. not like Jimmy G is uh, uh, some massive upgrade.
1: No, and Brock Purdy As can Brock, do exactly and, what he wants to do.
0: Has Brock Purdy played in rain yet? Hey, I mean, he played in the Big Twelve. There's like state, are right? there, yeah, are there any? Dan, Dan would actually probably have a good grip on this. Are there any indoor stadiums in the Big 12? Mm, Texas is even. No. Like every everything. I, there, there's not a lot of indoor stadiums. Syracuse in is like the in only general, indoor stadium yes. I can think of. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think there are. So I'm, I'm sure at some point he's played in the rain. He's yeah. a Midwest, Midwestern boy on his own.
1: All right. Well, um, we'll see.
0: So, uh, I, I, here, long and yeah, short, I agree yeah. with your bet. Okay. 10 is the right bet if you made me bet this any which way but loose. I mm-hmm. would take the 10 right now. Okay. But I just worry it's such a gross matchup. That this is like 24 to 3.
1: Hmm. Yeah, three points. Or, for I mean, the I mean, even you, cover. Yeah, even, <laughs> no, even just we, like, we need to get we need to get to the teens, boys. Yeah, um, I think
0: I think, you, I think you're gonna need like 13, 14 seven, points. Yes, I. What yeah. What do you think about the total? Quick, Charles asking about it. I, 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 again, with the weather. weather, with the running game, and with the defensive matchup, I think it's low for a reason. But I would still, if you made me bet it, it would be on the under. Yes, yeah, there's a long there's a long tail to the Seahawks having no offensive success mm-hmm. and the Niners could just salt away a game at that point and really lean into stretching out some of those drives yeah. and then you end up with like a 17 to 6 game. You know? If
1: if there was a Niner if you if there's a narrative outside of Purdy kind of getting the job done coming out of this game for the Niners who's it who is it because of like who's who kind of uh, you one know, on one more time. Side. What was the question? Who, who on the offensive side for the Niners comes out of this game as like the <laughs> that guy's leading this team to a championship?
0: You know, and I did this yesterday too. You know what's funny? We've sat here for ten minutes on this game. Didn't mention one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. Didn't mention Ayuk. Yeah. Didn't mention. Uh, a, a lot of choices a
1: lot of te- place people people you could pick from here
0: I mean a fullback that goes out on you know like 15 yard out routes and tiptoes on the sidelines sure like you you have a bunch of skill position players just i um yes yeah, spoiler I have this team slightly ahead of Philly in my power numbers right now
1: oh wow nice and
0: some of that if Philly was as healthy as they were six weeks ago that would not be the case. Sure, I know how Philly midseason made some signings. Philly has gotten healthier. It's really close. It's basically neck and neck. So,
1: yeah, okay,
0: they're my my co favorites essentially at this point.
1: Okay, so Um, I can see
0: if 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 they trust Purdy, which is, I mean, the first game out, he was just slinging it. Uh, I I know it's way different in a hey, if we screw this up, our season's done. Maybe we don't do mm -hmm. something like that, but if they do uh, trust him iuk is iuk's great for a young quarterback
1: yeah a lot of people bringing up a super bowl mvp talk and it's fun to talk about that speculate about that market i have one strong sort of read on the super bowl mvp that i would like your opinion on this is a little independent from the san francisco handicap but
0: you gonna wait um, for that game or is it a niner
1: no no not, not. I don't know who's going to win it. I'm just, oh, okay. trying, just like 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 an overall how, thesis. Like, an overall thesis. Um, favorite. If there's a meaningful favorite in the game, and the and the favorite wins comfortably, then the quarterback. the quarterback for the favorite. Uh, yeah.
0: Essentially, to to overcome yeah. that, you need yeah. a running back to have three touchdowns. I think, or yeah. oh, and one of them has to be like a long breakaway, memorable yeah. one. Mm-hmm. uh or the same thing for a receiver but at the same time it's yeah. so hard then still because the quarterback has at least three touchdowns yeah so. yeah if I mean, the, right. if
1: the dog wins outright it's the quarterback yeah All right if it's a, if you have a meaningful dog if it's three four point dog and they win outright probably going to the quarterback um if it is a game is close if it is a favorite wins ugly. If it is a, uh, you know, it's a, the, the um you know, kind of a um, uh, just basically game decided on the last possession, then that's when sort of the somebody can steal, you know, kind of comes out of the woodwork, right? So um, I feel like, yeah, so, so basically like okay, what I'm kind of getting to is the Niners realistically, oh, oh really, really, for, this is really a conversation about Hertz, I think. If Philly is up against a team that they're pick them or a little bit a favorite against because something crazy happens in the EFC, then, you know, Philly wins hurt, you know, comfortably hurts is your guy. You know, he's, he, he's eating up a huge amount of the equity. Right. And if they're, yeah. but, but more, even more so if they're docs, it becomes hurts. Did it right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Co- Cooper cup won last with a really good stat line. I think the Edelman one a few years ago was more of like Tom Brady has like four of these. Like they're almost like fatigue where it's like Edelman had a really good game. Like we'll, we'll give him, And he did. I mean, sure. He had, and he that's kind
1: of where this is coming from. Like if you're yeah. a small favorite and you win ugly, like the Patriots have done every single time, like they're going to find a reason to give it to some other guy. that's <laughs> not yeah. going to go to the quarterback. Right. So yeah, I think, I don't know. It's a, uh, uh
0: yeah, the, it, the assumption yeah. here is, Voters aren't lazy, and as we talked to our friend Will Brinson, <laughs> yeah. he said, like, everybody has deadlines right at the end of the Super Bowl. They give you those ballots right at the end, and a lot of people are f- – some people are filling it up before the game is even over yeah. at that point. So yeah, Which, I mean, some of the games are over, over at that point anyway. So yeah. it's okay. it's interesting, and, uh, yeah, it's yeah, tough. I don't, if I'm betting anything right now for Super Bowl MVP, it has to be a big number. It's yeah. not. I'm going to get a better number than on. I like, think it's got to be
1: in the NFC too. I, I think I basically any future bet that you're making right now, I think has to be in the NFC because what you're, you're, you're banking on is picking the right team that gets to the Super Bowl and that there could be chaos on the other side.
0: Yeah. And I was about to say this. I love this from other half, especially like Hertz. It felt like people wanted to give him some awards or at least the market was thinking that all year. And then he missed some time. So the no. fact that he he was yeah like that's in the a convers- really good point that's he was a really in the conversation point. for awards and they didn't get to reward him for all those wins
1: that's a really good point
0: yeah, I I feel like that's uh, something I feel one, really one one quick, the Super Bowl hurts is probably
1: massive proportion of those
0: um, first time <laughs> listener long time listener first time caller abnormally distributed what do you think of parlaying the over rushing yards for all the favorite based on RG 3s analysis I'm going to take that a step further. I'm not even going to worry about who wins. I'm going to parlay the rushing yards for the entire game from both teams and then just pick both sides.
1: Yeah, that's fair. As long that's as fair. the
0: rushing – and then those parlays are going to be like uh, plus 263. As long as you get the rushing yards, you're going to make a little bit of money on every game. Please don't do anything I just
1: <laughs> um the RG3... the RG3.
0: What a dumb I, – I feel like he knows better and he just handed hard... it anyway.
1: No, the real – no. That's not the read it. That's
0: just me being hopeful. Yeah.
1: No, that was like uh, he saw something or read something and had an aha moment and ran to fucking tweet that. <laughs> like that was a that was a that was the that was the way it read and it was rough. Not 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 good. Um, That's it. That just shows you there's a lot of dumb money in the pool of people out there thinking and kind of make, constructing narratives in that way. That's fine. Um, let's move on to a really tough game. Um, but one where I do think that the team that gets it going on the ground is going to win, and that is because I like the Jaguars in this game. I'm against the world, by the way. Not a lot of smart people out there that I talk to are like, "Yeah, you know I get I, it. Go Jaguars. You know what yeah. I make this game? No, no, what? What?
0: Jags minus one point two.
1: That's that's where I'm at. I think they should be favored. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And again, um, I'm I'm off market here. I love, 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 obviously love this as a teaser leg. Uh, somebody I, I brought it up today on brown bag, just kind of telling you, giving you the spoils right away. Someone asked about are you worried about this teaser leg? The total's a little higher, it's not 50, but it's a little higher. I mean, at least for the playoffs. Are you worried about a blowout? The Chargers are a really weird team as far as play calling, they don't blow people out. They, have th- they are, let's let's pretend every spread had the Chargers as a small favorite and you were able to tease the other side of the game as a small dog and you could get them out to even just seven and a half, eight not even the full eight and a half the Chargers would have busted that teaser three times this year out of all their games can you name those three teams Drew? I'll give you a hint, start at the bottom of your power rankings
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh the Texans yep Yep, that was a weird game. They showed they they could have they could have lost that game. Yeah. Uh, they gave up a million rushing yards to Damian Pearson that game. Um, Texans, the uh, Colts. Wait, oh. no, the Colts. They, the Colts did they didn't they no, beat the Colts no, by was... margin, but it, yeah, okay, it was a bad, It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't by a lot. Just inspiring. It was uninspiring. That was one where I remember we laid we laid Chargers second half and it felt like stealing money, but even yeah. then it was not that. Decisive and clear like it should have been Um, Okay Texans Colts And the third one
0: is the uh... Go against uh, A team that had Kind of been in the downswing of their Baker Mayfield cycle Oh, the
1: Rams. Yeah, the, Rams yeah, that was, was just a, the Rams just a quit in that one. Yeah, And actually, honestly, like the way that, that game started, that could have been a lot closer. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, okay. So, so yeah, I, I, okay, yeah. If
0: you like teasers, Teasing against the I'm not Champions, worried about the Chargers. I'm not worried about the Chargers blowing teams out, especially a know. team that I consider better i will have sure. some jaguars money line most likely i'm just sure. kind of waiting to see what the market does with this
1: yeah I yeah this so reasons yeah i'm on an island here like i said a lot of smart people i talk to all like chargers uh i'm the only person and i've been i've been waiting patiently for the mike williams is in news because i'm would, i expected that was gonna give I me the he best price i thought he did, really did freaking brandon stilly said he was dude do you want to talk about somebody who's in fucking on my shit list Brandon Staley got that guy hurt by playing him in a meaningless game when he said he wasn't going to. And then this week said, oh, x-rays were positive. He's going to practice this week. No practice. practice. Um, So uh, very, very conflicting reports from Brandon Staley. Um, True or false, Brandon Staley is the worst coach in the AFC playoff field.
0: Oh, so you got Andy. Mm -hmm. You got McDermott. Yeah. Zach Taylor. Jerry's out. Power. He's, power. Jury, he's fine. He it's better than we made right out, here. I think. Um sure. Har- Harbaugh's obviously above him. Doug, mm-hmm. Jerry's out a little. I bowl champion. I, I Dude, know, he but beat I worry, Brady and
1: Belchick with a of quarterback. So
0: I, I worry that he's the Brad Johnson of Super <laughs> okay. Bowl winning coaches, where it's like, okay. go look at that staff and the success they've had. I I wonder if uh there were some other footprints in the sand carrying Doug. I don't think Doug's <laughs> bad. But I, I don't know if he's Ooh. I don't know
1: if he's, <laughs> Schwartz? No. Uh hmm. Everybody else Schwartz. on that staff has turned out to be kind of a turd.
0: I don't know. I think I still think Reich's good. He got put with a bad okay. ownership okay. Group, a bad okay. GM. And okay. then uh, McDaniel, it's still early in McDaniel, but I still like him. So yes.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Staley. Staley. <laughs> it's your worst coach. Yes, slash OC combination for sure.
1: That was what I was gonna do next. Lombardi worst, is worst. Who's boring. the worst oh, worst OC and scheme in the AFC playoff field? Is Chargers by Margin.
0: Well, I'll do one note. Who's the okay. worst red zone play calling scheme?
1: Uh Chargers.
0: Chargers by margin. By margin. My uh yeah. Who's Lombardi's the worst? Who's
1: the, the worst up. short de- short uh short yardage quarterback? Like yeah, for whatever just reason, weird. like guy can't can't convert a fourth and one or whatever on the yeah. ground. Uh, they ha- they got to go through the weird exotic play calling. So, you know, I think there are a lot of things about the Chargers to me that are red flags, just believing in them at all. Um, and, you know, the Jaguars, like their approach offensively when they played the Chargers, again, that was a weird game because Herbert Herb broke his ribs and was absolutely effed. Everybody said, you know, everybody in the info channel said not playing. Um, That thing steamed from Chargers minus seven to Chargers minus two and a half before Herbert called his own number. Um, He stunk in that game, but the defense wasn't really the issue. It was that the Chargers could not get off the field when the Jags were playing, you know, playing offense. Um, The Jags ran it down their throat multiple ways. That um, was a very, it was a balanced attack. It was the most complete performance we've seen from the Jags all season. Um, and I honestly think the fact that you can get their scheme on the ground work so effectively against the Chargers is huge for taking some of the pressure off Trevor Lawrence. I think a lot of the people who are out on the Jaguars are out specifically because of recency bias, seeing Trevor on in prime time against the Titans, seeing the Jags escape what looked to be defeat. Ah, uh, in that game, I think people are kind of just assuming that, you know, oh, they're not that good. They're not ready for this. They're gonna be kind of, you know, the moment's gonna be too big for them. But I'm, you know, I'm willing to say that that game was effectively a playoff game, and that's why those guys were tight. That's why Trevor Lawrence was overthrowing guys by a, you know, a country mile in the end zone, uh, and with the balanced attack at home, great home field advantage. Um, extra yeah. rest, uh, healthy squad. Uh, I like the Jaguars in this one a lot. Um, tease them, money line them. I don't really care. Tease
0: them, please
1: them. Yeah.
0: Uh, whatever you want to do. I, I agree. I'll be, my trepidation is uh, first-time quarterback playoffs. You know, just. Sure. That That's for sure, because what you just mentioned, we saw him get Both tight. sides, though. We saw him get tightness, but that, that's true. That's true, and it's worse for the team that's traveling and playing in a short week on the opposite coast. That's not great. So, yeah, uh, a Herb, lot of it is. Herb is
1: weird though. Like plays better under pressure than in clean pocket kind of stuff yeah. the f- I, I, I feel like I am less worried first about and second him. down stuff like yeah yeah he's he could be a weird bizarro Ooh. exception to a lot of rules we have about well, quarterbacks. Well,
0: it kind of points us out too that's
1: no that's that's what i'm saying like that's yeah. like he, he it's, got it it, he is, got it but out it's, of the way like same. he he went into that game the defense carried him to a victory and now you know there's a lot less pressure on him i think in this game in this game certainly he's, he's a dog he's a home he's a home dog for fuck's sake um, Brandon Staley and the Chargers land points on the road. No thanks. Um,
0: yeah. uh, I, I I like the dog. I like the under. I like the teaser with the dog quite a bit. Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: I think total's, the totals gotten bet up. It has. I'm, That's fine. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> if you see Williams out, it might take back down a half point, maybe more. That's a big deal. Like it's it's like you need all three points of that triangle for that offense to work. When it's not williams and keenan and at the same time it's like the other they don't work for some reason and we've seen and it's not you know a tried fast rule but when both of them are completely healthy and they're playing together it's a whole different offense so yeah i worry about that part of it too if he's not i
1: I just i love the fake sharp staley going up against the actual sharp peterson like peterson knows when to go for it on fourth down
0: so and the name i couldn't think of was john d filippo
1: yeah, Filippo, so, he turned uh, into a bust. And, is, he, is he even in the league?
0: <laughs> he's a head coach of the New Orleans Breakers. <laughs> he, he, I, I do think he got a bad shake. He was, he was a Chicago Bears quarterback coach, and then yeah. they just cleaned house. Like yeah, I don't okay. think he was. he He was.
1: He didn't, he have a, didn't he have a cup of coffee with the Vikings too and the Tennessee Titans or something? He had a couple of weird he, he's, stops, he's and, on, and none of them the, really the worked. Real,
0: the real one that carried uh, Peterson when he was up there was Running backs coach
1: Deuce Staley. Oh, he's still in Philly, right?
0: No, no, oh, no, no, Where no is idea. he now? He just got a running back to set the touchdowns record in his oh, new club in Detroit. He is Detroit. That's I actually right. think he's probably a good coach up there, so yeah, he's um, good. Deuce Staley, possible no. offensive coordinator in the next five years. Luke I've asks, Slater coach.
1: is later back. Um, no. well. First of all, Brandon Staley is a lying liar who lies. Uh, but he did say Slater would not be available this week. He is practicing with the team, and if the Chargers were to miraculously get to the next round of the playoffs, which we might be entirely spinning and you know a, a different tune against the Chiefs because they match up so damn well against the Chiefs. But if the Chargers move on to the next round of the playoffs, and Slater would be the uh, he would be returning. So. Um, Either of these teams, I'm going to be making a case against the Chiefs, I think, if that's a big old point spread. What would you expect that number to be, Andy? Because we can talk about that, because they're the two favorites in the NFC or one.
0: So, is it Chiefs Chargers?
1: Chiefs Chargers or Chiefs Jaguars? What number are we going to see on the open?
0: If it were Chiefs Chargers, I'd make it seven. Okay. Obviously, I'd make the Jaguars, like the same like i have them the same i said i'd make them a point favorite at home so pretty much a touchdown either way
1: okay and are you taking the points with either of those teams both of those teams or waiting to see if you can get seven and a half
0: here's the fuck part i like yeah. the i like the jaguars yeah i'm betting the jaguars i'm okay. making a case in my head for the money line but if those two teams played the chiefs and they both had a seven i would more likely take it with the chargers
1: Interesting, just because of familiarity, <laughs> just can't match up. The, and the yeah,
0: matchup's better. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's, yeah, it's a good matchup for
1: them. Yeah, their pass defense matches up a lot better against. uh Yeah, their past defense matches up a lot better against Mahomes and company than the Jaguars yeah. does for sure. So, the Jaguars' pass defense is pretty sus.
0: I think. I think. I think it has to be seven. I think if you opened it six and a half or seven and a half, it would just get beat back to seven anyway.
1: A lot of people going to bet the Andy read off of buy bullshit. That's fair. Yeah, um, maybe you right. could
0: open seven and a half and not worry about it. So let's
1: move on to Beefalo hosting.
0: I'm not going to even spend time. this. I mean, elements. we will, but like it, it, it stinks. It wasn't going to be great. Anyway. Do you wish I, this
1: was uh, Pittsburgh? Kind of.
0: Well, I asked you a question. You didn't answer. Oh, what? Because I think you're busy. All right, in your and I, I know the middle of. The because I was updating power numbers and I was trying to tighten some things up more than I usually do. Mm -hmm. Take out Green Bay. Yep. Take out New England. Yes. Who is your highest power ranked team that didn't make the playoffs?
1: It's the Lions by a lot. Okay. I have Lions sixth right now. (laughs) They were good. They were really good. I would put the Lions over everybody but the top three in the AFC, the Eagles and the Niners.
0: I I still have the Lions behind Baltimore with Lamar.
1: Okay. Like I, I, I I they they have two spots here. I have have
0: the Lions behind New England, but not by much. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very like it's a quarter point, like the the distance from Green Bay to, um, God, like Pittsburgh is a point. There's like ten teams in there. So essentially, it is it is Detroit, but New Orleans and Cleveland were kind of up there as well.
1: Yeah, that's not crazy. But yeah, it's, um, it's.
0: I think I think the answer for everyone should be like Detroit should be here, and Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's below all those teams. So I don't wish this were Pittsburgh. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I mean maybe it does now that we're getting Skylar Thompson. I'd rather see anybody anybody in the league with a, a quarterback, maybe not like Ellinger, but like a, a, one of these teams from the middle class with an actual quarterback that started all year is better than than this. This is such a <laughs>
1: So yeah yeah um so I'm, I'm you know what actually i, I want to ask you i got another question for you yeah this is a good thing that it's at. it's the early game um you know. uh i got rope up a little yesterday uh with I bet two this news. over at 46 <laughs> <laughs> oh oops um if you liked it at 46 you're surely gonna like it at 43 and uh, no my, my thesis um,
0: was if these stupid motherfuckers Put two are gonna put, put two out there yeah they'll give they'll give Tyreek and Waddle enough pills to kill a horse and enough shots okay. that they're floating six inches above the field <laughs> and this offense is gonna be fine mm-hmm. but uh, now I'm obviously with the I can't be betting it over Skyler Thompson and even at, a, <laughs> at the press number so if if I get bailed out it's because the bills score 50
1: yeah okay um as the news broke, the two was out. I scrambled and caught a Bills nine and a half that I parlayed with under 46 and a half. So I let's hope for 46 points, I guess. Um, 46, 43, three kind of final. Um, the uh, it's going to be tough to get there. That's a weird score. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson. So first of all, like we're assuming it's Skylar because of what McDaniel said in the presser. Um could be teddy i guess but he's not practicing so it's not like he's really going to be sharp uh you know he's dealing with the dislocators yeah no i mean if they send teddy out there they're not running a passing offense (laughs) which is a tough thing to do in the nfl football game um skylar thompson though. That guy got banged up against the Jets. He took some shots. He got hit in the knee pretty good at one point. Um, I don't know that he is going to be especially mobile here. I think he's a little bit of a sitting duck. Uh, Dolphins at least have a great offensive line. Oh, wait, no, it's one of the worst in football, and they don't have their best tackle available in Toronto Armstead, who's dealing with a peck, a calf, a knee, a hip, a leg. I, 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 he had every designation on the did not practice injury report today. So what, do you ma- what do you make this number with to um, I, I'm still at Bills 10 just because right. I, I have very little respect for the Dolphins as currently health-wise yeah. with even with Tua because the, yeah, the he'll, he'll Tua look, he looked bad last week. He looked yeah. dead. Reek looked dead last week. And Waddle's banged up. Chubb's banged up. No tackle. Like it was going to be a tough go for the Dolphins, no matter who was starting at quarterback. And so, my hope when we got the news, the two was calling his own number and he wanted to go and they were going to give him the, uh, give him the, give him the, you know, give him practice time today. Um, that rumor was very much a, oh, great. We're going to get a good number on the Bills here. Let's, uh, let's be patient and, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll score a little, uh, you know, score a little Bills eight, eight and a half, maybe so seven and a half, eight. Like that was my thought of where it was going to go. Um, but, I would have bet bills up to ten, even with Tua in them in there. Um, with, and... with
0: Tua plus the health concerns, I was at nine and a half. Yeah. So like this number's probably good now because no Mostert, Armstead, the receivers. Like this is a sad yeah. sack game. Probably this might be this might be a really rough second half hang, where the yeah. game is all but decided, and we can just take an under twenty one.
1: I saw a stale prop-builder prop, prop higher-scoring half, first half, second half. It's first yeah. half, right?
0: I, I do think so. I think the the, the Bills just come out, blast them, yeah. run the ball in the second half. This could be pretty ishy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody
0: somebody asked the question, is there is there a non-zero chance we never see Tua play football again?
1: I think there's a non-zero chance, yeah.
0: Yeah. He seems I mean, to I,
1: want to. He seems very, very inclined to put, you know, throw caution to the wind. Like his camp, specifically, I think was the ones that were leaking it that he was going to play, and then it was the independent neurologists that were like, uh, "No, you're not." Um, so damn it. I have too what? many.
0: I have too many <laughs> Wikipedia pages open now.
1: Okay. Uh, um, well, well, while well, you just, sort things the, out, the the,
0: um, the the mascot of the New Orleans Breakers drew. Yeah, Dave the Wave. Dave the Wave. <laughs> it just catches your eye. That's actually pretty good. So um so congratulations, final, Steve yeah, if, if, final if question. If he's going to continue to if he's going to continue to just be like, yeah, I want to play football, I don't care. Uh, that sucks sucks. I worry about him.
1: Uh weather looks great, Mike. It's going to be like 30 yeah, and no was... wind and clear skies. Um the um question halfway. Bills get screwed out of the buy. Is this is this like a ball don't lie situation? Yeah, They're this getting, is like hey, we got bye. half a bye. Yeah. Hey, guess guess
0: who's guess who it is? It's Case Keenum. <laughs> right? Is that the is that their backup?
1: No, it's Mike Lennon. <laughs> I'm all that yeah. sh-
0: yeah, it it's it is Case Keenum. Who is um, Case Keenum? Case Keenum's oh for the Bills played. yeah, yeah oh I thought you boy.
1: meant if Skyler Thompson gets popped oh, or something God. I think it's Mike I think it's the Mike God. Glennon show if Skyler yeah, Pop, Thompson gets right. Um but yeah Keenum yeah Keenum, Keenum could get a half a football here that wouldn't be the worst thing for the Bills um, although the Bills like I like some things about the way they played against the Patriots particularly offensively I guess um, I would like to see them continue to build and be a threat in the AFC although I don't really have a ton of skin in the game with them. What would, play, says, what would
0: you play high scoring half for? How, how high on the on the, on uh, the like one fifty ish? I think
1: is fair. 150-ish. I got I, it was it was a flat one ten when I was scoping the, some of the stale stuff on the prop builder. So I don't love one thirty. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, second half under I think is life. Yeah. Um, Miami's not going to have a very successful day, I don't think. Let's move on to the Giants and the Vikes. Good numbers.
0: Yeah, I make this. I make this three. (laughs) This is perfectly fine. And yes, the Minnesota Vikings are a fraudulent team who won too many games close. Um, The counter argument is there's some signal to this team plays well in close games. It knows how, because it hasn't just been, um, you know, oh, we leaned on Jefferson and Thielen and, the, the two tight ends now that are, we actually have two tight ends up there now going with Irv Smith off, back off the IR and, you know, Delvin Cook and even Madison, who's a very good backup. Like there's a lot of good skill position players in this offense. Mm-hmm. But the, mm-hmm. the biggest takeaway from, and I know I'm talking about a minor league team here, but the biggest takeaway from that Colts game wasn't, hey, the offense is finally doing what they're supposed to do. This is like, you know, at least baseline for them. Uh, The defense really buckled down in that spot. Like They looked really good in that second half. We've seen that a couple times when they've needed a stop in the second half to get these Mm -hmm. one-score games their way. The defense Mm -hmm. suddenly just shores itself up. Um, Patrick Peterson playing
1: out of his mind. Patrick
0: Peterson way above his way over his skis, like that's going to come crashing down at some point. Hopefully for him <laughs> next year, I guess, or him, if he wants to get one more contract. Um, Duke Shelley, who was a practice squad addition or a cast off from someone, he is grading out incredibly well somehow. Like Harrison Smith is still good. Darius Smith was a good signing. Like this team won a bunch of close games, which is usually indicative of a fraudulent team. But they also have a lot of good players, and their coaching staff isn't stupid. I don't think they're, I don't think they're great. I don't think this is some team that should be, you know, mentioned in the same breath as San Francisco and Philly, or maybe even Dallas and Tampa. But it's not a shitty team. The Giants, kind of the same. So
1: you're, thing. You don't agree with Football Outsiders who has them as 20, 28th in the NFL right now.
0: Dude, their, their DVOA has Dallas first.
1: No, no. Buffalo's one right now. Buffalo okay, one. San Francisco I was, I was two. Philly s- three.
0: Something. I don't remember what I was looking.
1: They at, had something. Dallas first for a lot of the season. Yeah. Someone had Dallas pretty that. high.
0: It was annoying. Um. Either, either know, way. Yeah.
1: So you're not you're not on a football outsiders agreement. That this is a bottom I, five team. Yeah.
0: No, I, I I think they're above average, but not by a ton. Um, okay. My bottom three teams that are still. In the playoffs, are Minnesota, New York, and Seattle? Okay. Obviously, Miami and Baltimore are extenuating circumstances. If they were had their starting quarterbacks, they'd be above them. They're currently not, so those two don't count. But those three teams are pretty bad, um, considered compared to the relative, you know, mm-hmm. rest of the field in the playoffs. The Giants, so as well. The Giants had a negative uh, scoring differential this year. Their their actual, mm-hmm. you know, Pythag is eight and nine. They yeah. probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs. That said, there's seven spots. So somebody has to go. Like I bet if I read Pythag and everybody, the Giants would still be the six or seventh seed. There weren't that many good game or good yeah. teams in the NFC. So these are two teams that are roughly slightly above average or sitting on average. And I have it at three. I bet this over 48.5 the first matchup. Uh the total yardage came out to extrapolate to like 51 points, which is what it landed mm-hmm. on. I'm scared to take it again just based on uh, how bad New York was in that game about capitalizing on drives. If that mm-hmm. happens again, they'll lose again. Uh, Minnesota's defense plays well, they'll lose again. If Minnesota has a game like we saw versus Green Bay or even even against uh, Detroit, like the Vikings are absolutely going to lose. The vibe in the local media is we have 13 wins, guys. This is a great team. Don't listen <laughs> oh, to anybody. No. Like that's how local media, local media works. So everybody loves Paul Allen, right? You guys know him nationally now. He's a great announcer. He's been an announcer here for ever. Like When I used to actually care about Vikings games, I would turn the TV on mute and I would turn the radio on because he did the radio call and he is so much better than anyone on TV. He's the announcer at the local horse track for every race all summer. He's so good at everything he does, but he also has a morning show on the local sports station and he is so, so such a homer like the the (laughs) local radio the local radio is very very
1: it's a a funny hang
0: well it's it's good they're all good shows i enjoy most of it when i do get a chance but paul paul Allen very very much believes in this team every year and so it's it kind of spreads like uh, positivity spreads which i'm making it sound like a bad thing but yeah, there's way too much positivity surrounding this team
1: um Andy, um, the Vikings, off top of your head, won how many games by exactly three points this year? Four. Five. 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 You know what percentage that is out of their wins? 38% of their wins came by three points. Um, Christopher
0: Davis calling. I can still hear him yelling no. That was the, that was the throw across the, no, no, no. Oh, there's so many Vikings heartbreaks. I was going to say might've been
1: which
0: one throw across the body with Favre against the Saints, but yeah. there was also um, the Vikings needed a win to get into the playoffs many years ago against the Cardinals. Cardinals had already been eliminated. There was a fourth and 18. If they don't convert, the game is essentially over and they throw a touchdown and he yells no for a very long time. Like All I think knows. that might be it. I've I've lived through some of this stuff. Uh the <laughs> Vikings win close games. I wouldn't lay it, I wouldn't take it. I I wouldn't bet this game,
1: really. Yeah, no, I think if it came off three either way, I would bet towards three. Um, that's how strong my modal outcome for Vikings win by three is. Um Vikings have the best player in the game, and Justin Jefferson. In fact, I, I think when you're saying they have like a lot of good players like they have a lot of okay players who are rated good because of fantasy contributions and shit like that that i don't know that are good anymore like i think the i think the Vikings' second best player is probably christian derisaw um i haven't done they they actually it's it's crazy because i haven't done my full-on you know number breakdown of what players will work this year
0: the way you do though drew What's that? Like, I hate when you go apples to apples <laughs> between different position groups because it, it, yeah, you know, think okay. the impact on the game. Like, oh yeah, the, their second best graded player was an off-ball linebacker. Like, well, he graded three points better than you know a wide receiver. That's,
1: it's weighted by the.
0: I know it is, but I it's still like 40, 40,
1: 10.
0: I still don't think it's good. No, okay. What I don't, I don't think it's good to be comparing <laughs> offensive linemen to skill position players.
1: If they, if you were, if you were drafting vikings for you know re- in a redraft of the entire league i think the second viking that gets taken is christian derisaw
0: yeah no uh, that's an important position I, yeah. I can't agree with you there but at the same time like it's kind of a sum of the parts you know because of positional groups work together the fact that is adam thielen isn't even as good as he was a couple years ago when he was at his peak.
1: same with dalvin cook dalvin same, cook yeah.
0: dalvin cook is not but the fact that they have a one of the better backup running backs in the league. The fact that you have a really good tight end you got from Detroit that has honestly changed how cousins approaches some of the medium range Mm -hmm. stuff. And the fact that uh, KJ Osborne has stepped up, like, no, you're right. Like none of those players are great. It's just a kind of a sum of the parts offense where we see it, like when it works, it, it works. And that's, that's what I worry about a little with this giants team is man. And I know I've been dogging on Dable and I dog on Danny dimes But I do enjoy watching things work out for the most part. I like seeing good football. Of course. And this fucking Giants team with like two, I mean, just just a couple of wide receiver twos. If they could just get anything. Healthy, playing, enjoying being there, not fighting with the team. If they could get a couple of wide receiver twos. This is like a good team because yeah. Daniel Dimes has contributed far more than I thought he would this year. Saquon, yeah. I know he petered out a little at the end, kind of the three quarter section of the season he did, but this has been a fun team. They have some pieces on defense. Um, NFC East is going to be just a meat grinder next year.
1: Yeah, and they have a much tougher schedule next year. You see, you go look at Philly's opponents next year. Oh, yeah. my God. It is a, it is a absolute uh, gauntlet, um, which is what they deserve after the absolute gift that they got this year. A um, couple questions in the chat about my what was my percentage modal outcome. Almost 15% for me, Vikings by three. The second most likely outcome, Andy, you know it. Giants, Giants by three. three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes, it is. So the, the average, um, what,
0: what do you put that at, like eight, 10? Seven. Seven. Okay. So yeah. you're saying there's a 25% chance and in a normal NFL game it's it's 18.
1: 18? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is so this is a big one. And what's especially funny is this is one of so this is kind of a highish total, 48 and a half. Um if you kind of bin 47 to 51 and you look at all those games that I've projected this season, this is like really up there. Like yeah. so this is an especial outlier even given this high total of the game. It has come um, down I
0: mean it's 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 down to forty-eight. It grows, no, I just mean
1: it... like the percentage of three
0: from oh, no, this for high true. of a
1: total is yeah, It's like it's it, you know most of my games where I'm like this is landing three. The total was like four, total Forty. Now. Yeah. already. Yeah. So this is. Uh, yeah. This one is an especially funny one. Anyway, uh, the total is funny because it did get that down. I agree with that. I think this I is just, probably yeah, an under I game. Just um,
0: talked about this <clears> forever. Neither of yeah. us are betting
1: it. No. Um, New York Giants are we a fun. Quick, quick conversation. We give a lot, a of, lot, a of, lot of air there to Minnesota. Uh, the Giants, real quick, I will say, have the better coach. Uh, I think Dable is the better coach. I like his scheme better. Kafka's scheme, offensive coordinator, like uh, is is coordinator. better. I like their defensive coordinator better. I like their defense uh, better, just in terms of just how they all play as a unit. They um,
0: had it worse.
1: I think I don't think you can. I don't oh. think you can say Danny Dimes is better than Kirk Cousins. Although when you combine him with the Kafka scheme, you know Dable Kafka scheme, it's they create they create a lot of they they give him those lanes in the same way that Dable did it with Josh Allen. Like that's why if you squint real hard, it kind of looks like Josh Allen. It's like they're giving him lanes to exercise his advantage on the ground, um, and that makes the offense overall just a lot tougher to get off the field. Um, their wide receiver room is trash. Uh, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley still a little bit of a boomer bust guy. Um, but you know, if he booms in this game, then you know the Giants maybe that's the difference in winning and losing. Um, I just I'm not. I peop, the Giants are funny because they what, what like seven and two to start, and like if people if you like did like a synthesis of PFF grades, like they should have won zero. And they had won seven, right? And so it was like this wild anomaly where they were compiling wins despite playing pretty poorly, right? Um, and then the last over the last half of the season, the guy that everybody's talking about as like the coach of the year here in Brian da- Brian Dable, he went two five and one down the home stretch. He was poor. <laughs> the, the Giants couldn't win. They won two games against an FCS team in the Colts and the Washington Commanders. Uh, who absolutely laid an egg that day. Um, So it's funny to hear people be like, the Giants are playing their best football right now. Like I heard somebody say that sincerely today. And it's like, which game are you? Are you talking about the Colts game? Because that's the only game where you can literally be like, now that's a team that's playing well right now. And Both it, of that these teams so much more about play the, that well that was that was the
0: Giants. yeah, So the, much The, the more. biggest, yeah, the the biggest takeaway was, and I guess we could put Seattle in that mix, but like, essentially, for either of these teams to get a playoff win, they have to play each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever whoever gets the winner of this is excited.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's overtime? Yes.
0: <laughs> Probably not high. They always they always give you a they bad always
1: give you a terrible price. If if,
0: if you know what, that's a good one to bet live. If a team gets up by multiple scores.
1: Get a little overtime, yes, said like 21. Get, a, 20 get more. a little overtime price. Yeah. That's a fun bet. Yeah, because either of these teams could come back. Certainly Minnesota can come back. I mean, for Christ's sakes, you got Kirk Cousins' jersey in the Hall of Fame for leading the greatest comeback of all time. Ooh, this
0: was also <laughs> a, conversation. <laughs> like this was a conversation. This teams... was a conversation. What chance do you give Danny Dimes to be a franchise guy? It was 5% earlier.
1: <sighs> did we say
0: 5%? I probably did. I I just wasn't keen on the fact that the team wasn't what, keen the on check
1: him. The tape. I, again, um, I,
0: I'd have to define franchise. I'm still, I'm still sub ten like. percent.
1: So I, I think we can say franchise guy if he is the quarterback of the Giants for at least three more seasons. Then I would say that's that's basically would meet the spirit of this question.
0: So he doesn't have to be good,
1: right? Like like Derek Carr. Like Derek Carr got a second contract and was there for a long time.
0: I mean, right? he can do that. Like it's, I think that's
1: the I think that's the path that they're on. I think he's now, almost
0: done them a disservice by being just good enough to be well, like we have to do.
1: Uh, they have maybe to maybe, maybe not. Back. I don't know that their options were going to be any better. Their draft capital sucks, that's and fair. and like he's the likelihood he, the 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 chances that he is the quarterback for the Giants the next three seasons I think is probably like in the. 60% range right now. And I say that because they've invested, with them. they've invested a lot in him in terms of his development. They've gotten results from it. That owner, you know, that, uh, that GM and coach are now solidified for a long time. Like, you know, the Maros don't like to move on if they don't absolutely have to. So the fact that they've taken this team to the playoffs, they're going to continue to kind of build their younger, you know, young talent do well in the draft, presumably every year. Bringing a couple free agents as they kind of get some of the terrible Gettleman contracts off the books. Like the Giants are going to build and be good for three or four more years, just assuming that Dan Dimes doesn't regress. Like you know, you're, I think you feel pretty comfortable if you can keep Kafka uh, on board as your OC for at least the next season, which I think is likely. I haven't heard anyone really buzzing to hire him away from the Giants, but if you keep dable and kafka together i think for another season then i don't think he regresses aggressively um that said their schedule is so tough next year the nfc east is tough next year they may not make the playoffs next year that may be seen as a step backwards even if he has is just as good what do you think
0: no and this may seem like me just doubling down because i wasn't keen on him but you see this sometimes where a quarterback wasn't good. Then we get some new coaching in. We change the scheme around a little better. He plays way better than his career baseline. Uh, we run into a tougher schedule, and then teams adjust to what they've been doing, and he just goes right back, maybe worse. Mm-hmm. I worry. I worry that that's the case. Um, but if I'm the Giants, I'm I'm still I'm still paying to find out. Like, show yeah. me that river card.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh the real issue is Dimes does well next year with Kafka. You sign him long term and Kafka leaves, and that was more the reason. <laughs> Which is yeah, if, if Kafka possible. turns out
0: to be your deuce sale. What are you yeah. doing?
1: Uh, all right, let's keep moving on. I don't I'm Baltimore. not gonna bet Giants Vikings. No, I won't. Um Bengals at any price. Anthony Brown looks like he may be going. This is uh maybe I is this the Sharfard game of the week?
0: Let's do a golf clap for people who get the five point fives. Yeah. Uh, best best I got was a six and a half and a little bit of seven. So
1: uh do what is your read on Lamar Jackson out because of spite?
0: Yes. I think a little I think he's probably still hurt. But I think it's and, and again we're very much speculating that he I be, love
1: Lamar Jackson too, so can, I'm willing be, to. I'm I'm in his corner. I'll we're not, go, go we're not calling him guy. out. We're not. Yeah, we're we're not we're uh, not coming at it. We're not coming for his neck here. Like, this is
0: like this is like assuming you know how someone else's marriage is behind closed doors because you see them twice a month at you know like a sure. store and like you never know what's going behind the scenes. You don't know how. Posting a lot he on is. Instagram though, Andy. Yeah, I know they are. They're <laughs> weird. But so, anyway, that. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We have no idea how severe this injury is, but I'm right. going to postulate that even if you were good enough to maybe give it the old college try, why would you? You are not <laughs> going to gain anything. You were in the AFC where at your absolute peak, this team is the fourth best team out of seven, and there's a pretty big gap between three and four. You're playing every single game on the road essentially, just because the odds of multiple upsets is just not likely. Yeah. Like you're not you're not going anywhere in these playoffs, most more than likely. You're yeah. starting you're starting with a rough road to hoe immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, what can you gain from that? You, the only thing that can happen is you get hurt worse and you lose something because yeah. he's he needs to get paid. He's probably going to need to get paid somewhere else. I don't yeah. think he has anything to gain.
1: You know what? Uh, you didn't need inside information ultimately to know that Lamar was not going to go in this game. You know what the tip-off was, Andy? The Roquan Smith deal.
0: Yeah, that as soon as I saw that come past, I'm like, oh, that's Uh-oh. all the money.
1: Not it's just not just all the money, but uh, now back. now they don't have two guys that they may have to decide who's going to get franchised. Oh,
0: I did I did say I did say this be way good. back. Be oh my god! Can That'd you imagine awesome. what Deuce Deuce Staley can do with Lamar? on
1: fucking turf? Oh my god! That would be sick. Indoors. That would be sick. Not only indoors, but he gets another indoors game against the Vikings. And uh, and those wide receivers. Oh, my God. Good offensive line. Oh, man. (sighs) Detroit doesn't deserve nice things, so they're probably not going to get it. But, boy, would that be great. Um, They have the draft capital, too, with all the the trade package they got from the Rams. They could make it happen. Um, Once they sign Roquan Smith, the jig is up. They're going to franchise Lamar. Non-exclusive. Somebody's going to make him an offer. And yep. He's going to move on. Uh, divorce is coming. And in that instance, not only is Lamar served by not playing. It's
0: funny. We're not even going to talk about this game. We're just going about Lamar. <laughs> no, I think this is what we should yeah, be talking about this game. Not it's
1: only trash. is Lamar, you made a good case. Lamar is best served by not playing. You know who else is best served by not playing? The Ravens. Yeah. Because the future of the franchise and the compensation package they get for him can only go down if he goes out there and sucks. And he may because his knees still banged up and because, uh, you know, they're up against a team in the Bengals who are going to be able to flex Um, the Ravens' defense. Weirdly, they've invested all of this capital in this defense. It's super old. It's super slow. Uh, They match up poorly against the Bengals. Bengals are going to get into the high 20s, low 30s in this game. Ravens may attempt five passes.
0: Yeah, I don't think having Anthony Brown attempt a whole bunch of passes is <laughs> a good idea. I do, and I do think yeah. it will be Anthony Brown. Just the the way that they're talking about the injury for Huntley. If Huntley plays, there's a case to be made that this number will be a little too big.
1: Yeah, I think Hunt,
0: so. Huntley's um kind of a midway point between Lamar. He's and, not
1: practicing though, or he's, he's not throwing at practice. Whatever the case is, he's not really practicing at all. Shoulder tendinitis and, and rest wrist and
0: yeah. shoulder, yeah,
1: not good. Not good. So, um, all right. Well, what,
0: what, just closing. What would you tell somebody who wants to bet this game right now?
1: Tease them with yeah. the jacks.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's in, the, it's in the long it's a long teaser
1: I can't believe they're even giving us the shot. And in fact, books have been a little bit slow to really embrace this. Right? Like, yeah. even even bookmaker right now is hanging, what, eight? Minus 115 for the Bengals. Like, they still are willing to take a bet on the Bengals at a, at a plus CV number by what I could tell you. So, but teasing the Bengals is way better. Tease them to two. That's that's slick. Slick, slick teaser. Like, look at this low-ass total. It's teasing the Bengals to two. Love it. Uh, if the that's Ravens card. if the Ravens somehow win this with defensive scores or in sacks and stuff, because let's be honest. Like, Bengals missing some pieces on that O-line. Um, you know don't not hundred percent healthy in the wide receiver fans. room um there are reasons to look at the spangles team a little side eye a little skeptical i don't have a ton of like real good feelings that they're going to go on a run here i feel like a lot of their you know kind of mojo was exhausted in getting the afc north championship and some of the wins they had during the regular season down the stretch i don't know that they have another run like they did last season in the playoffs nice.
0: Let's let's take a moment and revel in the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals winning oh, what a weird just, way to win a bet awesome. to in the middle just of the awesome. in, in the middle of the week by basically a Twitter announcement like yeah. hey they're not gonna play the game. Yeah um you win.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um Bengals win and move on, and I think they're a bet against against the Buffalo Bills. I,
0: think. I don't think we have bad karma for winning that bet that way no. because they were going to win the, the division anyway.
1: They were. Uh Raven. I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh Bills Bengals opens at.
0: Hold up. Let me. Bills Bengals. Bills bang... Oh, yeah. I thought you said Bills Baltimore for a second. Bills Bengals in Buffalo.
1: And that's opens. your that's that's absolutely your Saturday night game. Or is it yours? Three and, night and time, a half right? minus one twenty. That's your primetime game, right? Three and a half minus one twenty. That sounds right to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Three and a half. Three and a half. Almost getting towards four.
1: <laughs> Who got bet into the close?
0: I thought the Bengals did. Maybe. Maybe I I'm not. Right. Maybe they should open a three. But I can't. I would remember. make my number would say three and a half. So if they open a three, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bet the Bills.
1: Uh. Damn. What day was that? Jesus Christ. Monday the second.
0: It's a long time ago. NFL, um, the, the speed at which the NFL has moved. Oh my God! No, Buffalo got 11? bet into the
1: close. Did they two and a half on the close there? So I felt like this the, is... the oh the
0: total the total got bet down.
1: Total got right bet down. Yeah, which was also a little weird. Um, total got Hell. bet down. That got bet into two and a half for the Bills. So I don't know. That was actually that was two way action the whole freaking way. Everybody had an opinion on that game one way or the other. And I but I agree that in that game Cincinnati looked live. So maybe people talked themselves into Cincinnati. Plus the three and a
0: half. I don't know. Yeah. Playoffs are a different
1: beast. Although it opens the other side of three though. It opens the other side of three. And, and uh, obviously the, the way that Buffalo looks against Miami and the way Cincinnati looks against Baltimore should not matter. (laughs) Like it really shouldn't matter. This is, this is dress rehearsal shit. Um, but if one of the team looks, takes care of business comfortably and the other does not, then that may influence. I
0: I was going to say it's one way. It's a one way street. If you win those games, you can't gain any style points. If you look like shit beating a team with a third string quarterback, you can lose. You can lose a little market, I think. Yeah, that's not a ton. Not a ton. Still moved on. People can talk themselves into, oh, they weren't engaged because the game was going to be so bad. But I think you can lose a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. all right, Dallas, Tampa to close her out there.
1: Over, Dallas, Eh. Um, over, and Tampa, money line for me.
0: I've been back and forth. Um, I thought I, before this game was ever scheduled, yeah. it was very it was looking very likely that it would be a matchup. Yes. I mean, a long time ago. Yes. People were arguing about what the spread was going to be, and Correct. I was worried more about the total. I said, I think I'd like an over if this were like, you know, under 46, somewhere in that. Um and because I make this total like forty eight. And then I saw Dallas play week eighteen. And I feel like even me, Andy, who loves heuristics and breaking through the chains of uh, cognitive biases, is an absolute prisoner of the moment at how bad the Dallas offense looked in that game. Did they bounce back against a team that's getting healthy along the front seven? (laughs) Like uh, Zeke's going to look slower than usual. Basically, like Dak has to play well. (laughs) Yes, on the road, um, and I know the DAC grass versus turf thing is a small sample size, but it still exists.
1: So does the Dallas defense apparently. Grass versus yeah. turf matters. I can't, I, I was kind of shocked looking at the numbers, but it's not. Doesn't it doesn't look like a small sample size thing to me? It looks real. It's not. Um, it's not
0: the yeah, It's not the smallest of samples.
1: The deep dive Discord guys have my have my had my attention yesterday, and really it was the kind of a comment that I think maybe or Montgomery made uh, when I was like, man, what in the world's going on with the market last week? I thought Dallas was a good bet against the commanders. They were not. Um, he said at the time he thought Dak aggravated the ankle against Tennessee. And I watched that every single snap of against the commanders. And I kind of think that might be a thing. I kind of think Dak might not be 100%, which makes the playing him against the commanders that much more egregious especially playing him into the fourth quarter. Um, not a confidence-inspiring performance from him. He's a confidence guy to a degree as well. Um, this is a huge, you know, it, Cowboys at home, a little bit more pressure in the playoff situation than on the road. So there's that, I suppose. But um, Dak just, he just hasn't performed very well in these high-pressure moments for whatever reason. And he's going up against a guy that has been in more high-pressure moments than anyone who's ever picked up a oblong football. Um,
0: why did you describe the shape of it?
1: Because there's round footballs in the EU. Okay, okay, okay. That, that makes sense. That makes um, sense. Tom Brady and company are as healthy as they've been all season, they are telling you as much. Um, Tom Brady and company needed a win, needed to perform against the Panthers in order to prove something to everyone. They did as much. Um, this team matches up well against the Cowboys secondary. That is lacking talent right now. I mean, you got, um, you know, you got, uh, one guy that can take the ball away, but otherwise there are a lot of places you can pick on this unit. Um, now, Tom Brady has not been especially good this season in terms of accuracy. He's made some mistakes. He has had, you know, lots of games where there was no chemistry with this guys. They were dealing with injuries. I, I'm willing to give a lot of those passes and say, yeah, hey man, go pick on Naishon Wright. Go pick on uh, Daron Bland. Like there are a lot of you know the safety safety's not playing especially well for the Cowboys down the stretch. Jeron Curse and Donovan Wilson. They just have Trayvon Diggs who can take the ball away, and then not a lot else going. Now, Dallas. Does have a decent pass rush with Mike Parsons, of course. But all of a sudden, the Ofa offensive line for the Tampa is getting healthy. Yep. Um, give, t- give Brady a little bit of time. And I think Buccaneers are scoring in this one. They're going to put scoreboard pressure on the Cowboys. It's going to force the Cowboys into probably their more efficient offense, I think. Right. Like if this becomes a, well, we can't really even have Zeke on the field anymore. Like let's just get Tony Pollard, all the snaps. Then all of a sudden Dallas maybe makes this look like last year's opening game. Right. Like you remember the week one game last year on Thursday night football was Brady versus the Cowboys in Tampa. And it was like a 29, 27 ish or 32, 29. It was like a, it was a three point game, I think, or a two point game. Um, But it was pretty high scoring. this has that kind of a whiff to it. Um, The Buccaneers defense, you're right, is getting healthier. I think Jamel Dean is, you know, he matters. He's a great cover guy. He can definitely give you some ability to, um, you know, to limit um, CD lamb. Uh, I think Carlton Davis goes, I think he's uh, also quite, Talented Vita Vea, I think goes he's awesome obviously Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. One of the best safeties going in football right now Mike Edwards I think goes he matters. Um, Yeah I I, I don't know that they're going to be able to put a ton of pressure on Zach like I I mean on Dak. I don't know that this is going to be the type of game where he is running for his life. Um, But I definitely think between the actual just you know mental pressure whatever's going on with him injury wise and going up against, you know, effectively the um, the Tampa Bay team everybody thought was coming into the season. <laughs> this looks like a pretty good spot for Tampa. Yeah, w-
0: with with Wirfs and Donovan Smith healthy, that makes a huge difference up front uh, defending this pass rush. We've seen uh, Parsons take a little bit of a step back when other pieces were out. You know, it's more of a a unit rather than just a one-man wrecking crew. Although it's hard to say anything bad about him. Obviously, he's a he's an enormous piece of this defense, and he's a great talent. Uh, Getting those pieces back along the defensive front, if Dallas is strong, not strong-willed, boneheaded, maybe just stubborn about the run Mm -hmm. game and how if if the run game is ineffective, and they remain stubborn about it, it's going to be a bad outcome for them. I do tend to. I'm scared of so Buccaneers in every teaser, obviously. Yeah. Like this total, this total could be a lot higher, and I wouldn't be scared of this because I do like the matchup. I think it's going to be close. My main trepidation, my devil's avocado about the Buccaneers, is the coaching and what kind of play calling and tempo they've put forth, and how the team looks when they look that. Like, what was what was the Best you've ever seen the Bucks play, even for a portion of a game, because I have a I have a little spot I remember. This whole the,
1: the final two minutes against the Saints,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, a final those final yeah. two drives because yeah. they played with tempo. Yeah, which they don't do normally. They push the ball down the field consistently, which they obviously don't do normally as much. And they, they uh, I mean, abandoned the run for reasons, but you don't need to abandon the run, but they they lessened the amount of run plays on early downs. And all of a sudden the yes. offense looks great. The tempo is so important. And that's where I'm going to be live betting this for sure. Like I said, I'll have it in a teaser, but if I see any signs of tempo, if I see maybe Brady, of taking over. Brady's essentially a coach at this point. You know, he's he's Peyton Manning in his late career. Maybe not as, um, as much of an offensive coordinator on the field as Manning was, but if he were to maybe take the bull by the horns, take a little more control, and just start running the offense faster than the coaching staff is wanting to. Like mm-hmm. and it's, it's just going to work. Like that is what's worked for this team. If he's checking out of uh, underneath stuff and pushing the ball down the field against the secondary that can be had, it's going to work. And, and bucks might win by 10. Like, yeah. It, it's, if the offense does what it's good at, this is so fucking stupid to say, but <laughs> the coaches,
1: you're basically the- saying you're saying, which is exactly correct. Todd Bowles is not a good head coach. He's a good defensive coordinator. He's a good defensive coordinator. And if he if he steps out of the way and he focuses on the defense, if he runs his defensive scheme, that should that has been very effective against this Cowboys team. Look no further than week one. The Cowboys were useless in that game. They had no chance. It didn't even matter that Dak Prescott went out of that game. Cowboys were not scoring double digits. Sorry. Um, you know what else needs to happen besides Todd Bowles focusing on the defense? What the hell is the offensive coordinator's name? Leftwich. Byron Leftwich needs to get the hell out of Tom Brady's name. Way. Like, Leftwich is not sequencing plays well. Not at all. I don't think he is a long-term future as offensive coordinator in this league. They should probably revisit what they really are doing next year uh, at the offensive coordinator position, regardless of who the the, uh, quarterback is, because Brady's probably, uh, you know, his time in Tampa is over. But if basically, if Tom runs the offense like Peyton Manning used to, and just the offense coordinator is there, name only, to give him suggestions. Then Tampa can run this fucking table. <laughs> they absolutely can. They it's have horses. Too. They have talent. This team is healthy, and they are absolutely yeah. a tough out.
0: And as, as you know, we we don't do this PSA enough, <laughs> but the gambling responsibly, guys. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do a different one. Drink responsibly. Holt is saying something incredibly dangerous here. If they run on first down, take a drink. That that seems like a that seems like a death sentence at this point. The way yeah. I've seen some of these, both of these yeah. teams play, and it's a yeah. He said first down, run, drink, miss work on Tuesday. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind yeah. of how that sequence goes. If yeah, if, if we see this team lean on its strengths, it's crazy to say. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense has stunk for big parts of the season. They have two one thousand yard receivers on their team.
1: Yeah, yeah, Godwin and Evans. Those should guys should destroy. They, they should destroy.
0: Both, they should both have fifteen hundred.
1: <laughs> they should destroy. Um, Brady with fifty pass attempts. Those guys eating. Tampa winning without really sweating is what I'm very hopeful for here. Um, Andy, there's a parlay I like, but I can't find a price. So I need your help figuring this out. Priceless. Okay. Uh, I like it's correlated. Okay. So it's gonna have to take, take a little bit of a little I'll take bit of a, a, I'll give you a 15% bump here. for that. Okay. okay. Um, Buck's money line and Sean Payton is the coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year.
0: I don't think they'd hit you too hard on the correlation there, nor (laughs) let you parlay that. (laughs) So what's Buck's money line? Plus 125. All right, so we take 2.25 in fraction and then what's minus 300? uh, (laughs) I can get you about 3 to 1 in that parlay.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I mean... Has there been more of an obvious playoff coach lame duck spot in our recent memory than this one for Mike McCarthy? Like, if they don't win this game as favorites on the road, then is,
0: yeah, Jerry, it's over. Jerry might uh, pull him into the bus and unceremoniously dump his ass. Leave him in. It's gonna be. There's gonna be two two coaches get left in Florida this week. Um, Mike McCarthy and Bruce Boudreau of the <laughs> Vancouver Canucks two game losing streak well, I thought you to say
1: the offensive coordinator of to... the the Chargers could get could could uh, stay the week uh, get a long weekend and yeah. uh, in Duval
0: Vancouver Vancouver's going to lose to the Lightning and the Panthers and they're going to say Bruce hit the bricks <laughs> even if you don't have the money for it yeah, so I, st- Joe, I, stand, yeah. I stand to make money on that. So this I think give me a
1: give me up. a three pack that Joe Lombardi gets uh, gets left in in Duval.
0: Yeah, you nobody care. thought it. Nobody thought I was going to go with a hockey.
1: That's I good. Know. I like that. I like that you're you're you've got your finger on the pulse of the NHL. Um, all right, I don't have much more to add here. I think the over is bettable. I think the Buccaneers are bettable. I think they're correlated. Um, I like the team total over for the Bucks. Maybe you my favorite team total week.
0: <clears throat> you should never tease a total, but. If you do,
1: that's not a bad one.
0: Because it's correlated like bucks bucks plus, you know, eight and a half over 39 and a half. I hate it.
1: <laughs> I don't um, hate it. The Tampa team total is probably just a better play.
0: Yeah. There can be 21 Fewer, and a fewer, half. fewer things have to happen. Like Dallas can lay an egg. Yeah.
1: 21 and a half.
0: <clears throat> He's gone. Oh, yeah. Moneyline chat. I was just sad I didn't get to be on Chatterdays. <laughs> I'm a great NBA mind.
1: <laughs> we didn't talk NBA. <laughs> oh, didn't you? No, no we just did uh, We just did uh, gambling stories. And I like that format. Like, just go I, tell I, some I, good I gambling stories. myself
0: not, not having watched it. Yet. Oh, that's
1: okay. And I'm sure he'll, you know, he's saying, Andy was a good, good guest if you need future Chatterdays I mean, guests. If you put a Although show on a Andy, Saturday, Andy's a fan on Saturday. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say if you put a show on a Saturday, there's almost no chance I'll watch it because I am a family man on Saturdays. It's on the list. It's on the list of things to watch. I do enjoy watching formats like I, I thought it was gonna be a basketball podcast because that's you're not good for much else.
1: Um, speaking of speaking of all like, the like, like, did I like, you finally uh, get around to uh, did you finally get around to the trying to hell pod on circles off?
0: No, I have not had time. To. God, spoiler, dude, spoiler! Everything he does is so good.
1: There are some stories in the first half of that one and like the range of emotions of, Oh my God, I was that person. Oh my God. I was that person. Oh my God. I was that person. Oh my God. I knew that's how it worked. I knew that's how it worked. Like it was just one after another, every, uh, the whole thing was just a a joy.
0: You know, you know that, and this guy is such a misanthrope, but he's very smart better when it comes to the round ball. He's from Oceana, the the shipper. You know, the oh shipper. yeah, ship the justice. Sure. The the tweet he had about, and I can't even follow the guy because he's just so negative. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I do, I do. No, I've one, so, in person. He's a very nice guy.
0: One, you know, they all are. All these, yeah. all these Seavilles and these misanthropes—they're all nice in person. Um, <laughs> but he, he, and again, like I said, I can't follow him because it's so negative. But every um, once in a while, he'll appear on the timeline. And then I'll, I'll click in and read, like his, because he doesn't send that many tweets. I'll read his last 10 because they're always entertaining, but I have to take it all in at once. And he has one about Trend Hale? Go You have to go find it. All right, that I'll go with it. He's go with just part. like, hi, right, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> a British accent. <laughs> the, the Trend we're, we're just riffing now. But yeah, the Trend Hill stuff has been good. If you enjoyed that episode of Circles Off, go back and find he did a series by himself. Anybody who's been a longtime listener has been here when Drew's internet has kicked off and I had to carry it by myself. And that is the <laughs> hardest thing to do is sit and have a conversation by yourself. This guy used to just sit down and record like three hour podcasts just talking to himself. And he That's was great. just so comfortable with it. It's 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 incredible. He uh the one he where he tells creates, a story
1: about that podcast. Yeah.
0: The the building of building a, building yeah. a book.
1: You, it's, you're gonna love the story. Oh, I won't God. spoil it. But li- right, right, off to top, right off the top, right off the top, he tells a story about that podcast, which I okay, you bring okay. it. Right, with you brought probably, up I'm gonna listen to this too. tomorrow. I'm gonna have yeah, to go for a good. long walk. It's worth it. It's worth it, especially because uh, like if you've if you've done your work, if you've done your, homework, if you've done your homework, if you have your NFL bets, in, then um, you know, job well done. Like now you can kind of focus on some of this stuff. Cleanse the palate a little.
0: Yeah. Um, it was called inside betting.
1: I think he deleted um, them all. Oh really? I do, yeah.
0: What a fucker! I'm gonna. Fu- he's always on LinkedIn.
1: I'm, go <laughs> I'm sure he'll ass. send them to you. Sure, he still has the audio files, but for might- whatever reason, he was like, I don't know. It's like this isn't this isn't going to serve me to be out in the space, so I'm gonna delete him.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna get him. I have to get it because he's he's on LinkedIn all the time. I'm gonna go yeah. uh, reply to all his LinkedIn. You know he works stuff. for yeah, he, now, right? Yeah, he was on the show too. He was a very good interview. So yeah. All right. You guys, it's it's the wild card round. We did this in a tidy thirty nine minutes and thirty three seconds. What's <laughs> an hour? Um, yeah, sir. I'll, I'll 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 harangue him a little, Brimo, See if I can get him to release the old. It's kind of does anyone anyone of our age would remember this? But you couldn't buy a Disney movie on VHS. For, yeah, it was in the vault. Yeah. Like every every once in a while, they're like, oh, we're releasing Cinderella from the vault. Coming out of the vault. And you could buy it for like, you know, three months, and then it would go back in the vault. It's like yeah. that. So I'll see if I can get them bring them out.
1: Yeah. Oh, great question, Patrick. Live shows. I'm Monday. okay Saturday night. Saturday night? Sunday night? Monday night? You want to uh, do all three? You want to do the triple header?
0: I don't really have anything going on. I'm just going to be doing farm work. See how cold it is.
1: It's triple headed up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do some live shit. I don't care. Um, deep dive Discord. Um, tell you what, and Dan, don't 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 uh, do what you did last time because this is how we get comments on the podcasts. Leave a comment on we'll the reply. YouTube, and we'll reply with the link.
1: Yeah, anyone that wants to join the Deep Dive Discord, which we do not run, but which we participate in because it's a great community. um, you know, would let's recommend anyone pump, join.
0: It's how I pump up getting more comments on our YouTube. Yeah. Comment, on this,
1: and, uh, comment we'll, on this video. And comment on this video. One of us will reply with uh, the link. So maybe maybe multiple of us.
0: Speaking of producer Dan, that's it. Play us off. That's did.
1: Killed it. Good job, Andy. Wearing your twin's hat today. Carlos, big Carlos Correa guy, right? Andy, right.
0: Did you see my twin?